Well, praise Jesus, everybody. Thank you for joining me on the Lookout Guy, Michael Tobin Show, whatever uh, you want to call it. I've called it the Michael Tobin Show. But now I have the Naomi Report, all capitalized letters, N-A-O-M-I, the Naomi Report. And that is based on uh, Naomi in the Bible. She says, no longer call me Naomi, but call me bitterness, for the Lord has dealt bitter bitterly with me. And as we know, as we read, we find that Naomi's name uh, did not end up being changed. So on my podcast, The Naomi Report, I could have sub-shows. And right now I have As California Goes as another podcast under The Naomi Report. It could be like a family of tree, family tree of podcasts under one name. I've got As California Goes, Learning to Think, and The Lookout Guy. And for the past couple years, I've been focusing more and more on The Lookout Guy because I could relate almost everything that we're discussing to being on The Lookout so thank you for joining me on the lookout guy i've got a video going i'm going to have it on my podcast and it's going to go all over the universe on iHeartRadio, spotify google podcasts every, pretty much deezer every if you've ever heard of deezer i haven't um podbean it, it, none of them automatically migrate to podbean that is a popular one but another one that is really up and coming, I keep on seeing others, and it's a new one. It's it's called Anchor FM. So I I can make downloads into a file and then upload them to Anchor FM. And Anchor FM turns and auto-migrates that to many others. So... I'm heard in India, Google, um, iHeartRadio heard everywhere. That's their that's their term. iHeartRadio heard heard everywhere on iHeartRadio. Um, so uh, the, I think the majority of the radio stations across the United States are on iHeartRadio, and they say they're number one in podcast. They may be number one in podcast as um, as relating to the number of podcasts. But I think Spotify and Podbean are within number one, and, and I think Anchor FM coming up. Uh, those three are going to be number one according to um, not a quality. Can you say quality? How do you say in English? Cucumber. How do you say cucumber? No, that re- that that's a vague reference to some actress that was pretending to be European with her accent and all of a sudden it came out that she wasn't even she was American faking an accent and she said how do you stay in English cucumber so if you ever hear that one that's what that's a reference to I don't know who anybody is anyway I don't know these actors and actresses um but where was I Podcast, the popularity, quality of podcast of uh, uh, people that you and I are more likely to uh, be aware of are going to either be on Podbean, Podbean, 
like Jack and the Beanstalk, um, Spotify, and Spotify, Podbean, and Anchor FM. See, it's so, it's so new that I have to keep on conjuring up the name. Anchor FM is actually owned by Spotify. So that should have been a hint when I said Spotify. Um, so, and my main, I cannot find their Citrus. There's all these other uh, podcast um, outlets. And I cannot find any better one than Spreaker. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. It's 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 like my studio. They even call the software that you uh, do all your recordings, you background music or whatever, um, clips, songs, and 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 jingles. You could you could have it all, and you can have your own on there. Is Spreaker? I'm gonna keep that because it's such a great tool and I'm surprised that, that, that people uh, not not everybody has heard of Spreaker but there are some very notable uh, people in the Christian community and the uh, independent news that are actually on Spreaker and most of the uh, uh, gospel uh, podcasts are actually on Spreaker as well but it, um, it, it's almost like they're throwing they're throwing their their bread on many uh, cast your bread on the waters and after many days it will return to you so what they're doing all these podcast um, sources are are uh, the waters but Spreaker is a very very good one and and you, it, it's so it's it's good because you could of course any of them you could make files but I, I prefer it because it's the best quality uh, best bang for the buck but uh, pray for me I want to get on Podbean with a subscription and that would be a, a very good benefit and Apple Podcasts all of the the, the Anchor FM and, and and Spreaker, I can have it migrate to Apple, but when I go to Apple, I create an account and everything, and, and for weeks, it says pending. So, I believe uh, a few days ago, I got an email that says, uh, my Spreaker podcast is not heard on Apple. Well, I, Apple is so confusing if, you're, if you don't have an Apple iPod or iPad, iPhone. Um, so they do that on purpose. They, they make it difficult for everybody else except for those who have the iPhone. I can't see spending a thousand bucks on a phone. I had a dream last night that I broke my phone screen too and it had, had a um, protective case on it and it went flat, but the, the glass screen still broke. Just remembering that. I had one break. <laughs> much to my happiness I woke up and looked at my phone and it was not broken but anyways I am in Santa Maria California 
which is about a 230-mile drive up north from where I live in North County, San Diego. Add another 30 miles down to lower San Diego, that would be another 30 miles. Instead of 230, it would be like 260 miles. It's a hard, it's a tough drive up to five. Tough drive up to five. Five at five. And this is the, the second time that I've been up in the Santa Maria, San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara area where Pismo Beach is at. Um, uh, Pismo Beach being most no, notable for uh, people having their mental maps of um, where things are. Uh, and it was because of the very sweet, sweet family friends of mine, friends of mine, they're just like friends of the family. I've known them since 2003. Uh, Mike and Alicia Edwards, they were part of the church that I was introduced to other than Mike McIntosh's church, but uh, so many churches are affiliated with each other. And, and in, since 2003, um, Mike and Alicia Edwards and their two daughters, they're now, I, I believe they're probably in their uh, 30s till, to late 30s right now. And they were friends of mine and, and the whole group that I was introduced to when I came back to San Diego after seven years. And it was almost like culture shock. I lived in Oregon for seven years with my children and my children came back down to San Diego to be with their mother for the rest of their teen years. And we switched kind of back and forth and we, and we didn't have this uh, animosity that a lot of divorce people go through. So praise the Lord for that. And, but anyways, um, it was in 2003 that the San Diego's worst fires happened and Billy Graham's organization, when he was uh, alive, he died, I think, uh, maybe a year, a little over a year ago in a month, um, created the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team, which is a critical incident stress management foundation uh, organization, CISM, Critical Incident Stress Management, um, which is a course for being first responders for counseling and, and spiritual aspects and physical aspects that the University of Maryland created. And it was in 2001 as a result of uh, the 9-11 the attacks. So only two years later, I, I was able to get in, and the Edwards family was part of the leadership of the church that I was introduced to through a very good friend that I had met also. And as a result of them, the Edward, Mike, and Alicia, and Pastor Louis and, and Yvonne, the pastor of the church, um, accepted Franklin Graham, which is the president of the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team, as well as Samaritan's Purse, which may, most have heard of. Uh, there was a course that was offered at a local church 
myself and some other members of the church attended it and it became a a three class course which had a cost to it and that certified me to be qualified to be a Billy Graham Rapid Response Team Chaplain and so I had that certification and I never did mail in paperwork so I can receive a card it just wasn't important to me but they do I've responded since then without having to have a card because they know who I am um, to Florida when they had the four hurricanes in a row in the same month and when the fifth one was on the way it actually missed the part of Florida that the other four had gotten and I responded after the fourth hurricane and in Punta Gorda Florida that was 2003 and then 2004 I and five I, I responded to Katrina and Rita and uh, in Texas New Orleans and Shreveport uh, Louisiana and the fires was the reason why the Billy Graham rapid response team came to San Diego to train they were there within a week of the fires and they had the week prior to the fires they had gotten California road certification for their big rigs that they carry all of their equipment in and that was a miracle because somebody in, in the, the fleet management for their equipment said hey why don't we get Cal California certified and they says okay let's do it and then the fires happened they were there the weekend and I've talked about this a couple times and got real teary eyed because I know it is a very big miracle. So they came and we went to a little town called Crest, which is in East County where the, the fires were among the worst. And we uh, cut down the burnt trees, the trees that were burnt and fallen down, we cut them up. And I says, hey, let's cut them up into uh, firewood and, and we'll stack it. And when they rebuild, they will have such clean property. Everything was clean and cleared. Uh, when they rebuild, they'll have firewood for warmth because of that, that part of the East County is up in the hills. So, and there hasn't been a bad fire in that area since then, since 2003. In 2007, the same areas that burnt before around those areas burnt. It's almost like the, the whole area was destined to burn. In 2003 and 7, I, I responded to those. After 2007, Franklin Graham, he got the idea in October, okay, March 31st of 2016 is when he arrived in California, Sacramento at the, the state capitol grounds. But that was his, I believe his 13th stop of, of all 50 states to go to the capitol buildings and hold a prayer rally. 
So I, that was uh, considered as a response, a chaplain response. And I was disappointed because I, I went there for two days. The day that I went there was fine. And then the next day I was in a, a hostel, I think you pronounce a hostel, um, with shared bathrooms and, and shared showers. It was a real clean place, real nice, real, looked like a real nice hotel, but it was uh, considered a hostel. I got sick as I have ever been, and I had to stay there for like another four days. I was so sick, I couldn't even, I flew up there. And it was like, um, no good deed goes unpunished is what the world says. And I think that's what happened to me. I went up there and, and the prayer, the people that we prayed for is just miraculous. A very, uh, you know, definitely footsteps being led by the Lord on, on that activity. So I got suddenly sick, like hammered. How can you be fine one day and the next day you are down for the count? I was so sick. I could bear, I forced myself to eat and there was a Mexican restaurant across the street and it was in a Redwood City, I believe it was called. Um, just below San Francisco. And I made it a point to stay at a hotel, try to find a hotel, which I found that hostel, not in the city of San Francisco. So I did that. And I actually got a traffic ticket that was a, like a $450 traffic ticket for not coming to a complete stop before turning the corner. And the cop lied and said that there was pedestrians there, which there weren't. If they would have ran about 20 feet, maybe they would have been there. But they're after tickets in these kind of towns. It's a real ritzy town. Lots of coffee shops and wine tasting and all this other stuff. Um, but whatever, no good deed goes unpunished. The devil is out there to, to tear you up like a roaring lion. And that's what he did for me. That's just one story of, of a response. But... I bring the aspect of it being so far away from San Diego and I actually flew to go there and got sick and recovering from that and the years following and then I believe it was 2000 and uh, it was only a couple of years ago Franklin Graham went on a follow-up national tour and guess how many miles it was for where I lived and I still have not met Franklin Graham but you could bet your bottom dollar that organizations they, they don't mess around and they know who we are but it was a mile away from where I lived it was awesome so I responded to that also but I have not responded since 2006. Since 2006, I have not responded to an actual disaster because I have not been in employment where I had normal two, three week vacations and things like that. And I was in and out of jobs. The economy just went so, so upside down and horrible. I was 
going from job to job, trying to earn enough to pay my bills, which the Lord has allowed me to do. So for the past year and a half, uh, in, in 2019 till now, uh, I think it was April 2019 to 20 would be a year. And then uh, two years, two years, I'm actually at a company that has vacations to holiday pay and the whole thing, medical and everything. And But it took a long time since I lost a job of seven years. Seven years, they, they lost their contract with, with a certain uh, property management owner group, uh, investment groups. So I got out of the property management, thank God, because of what we're going through right now. It is so horrible. Um, so if it wasn't for the Edwards family and uh, Pastor uh, Louis Juarez and his wife, Yvonne, and the Lord, of course, if the Lord directs our path, um, I would not have been uh, recommended to be a chaplain for the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team because all the other churches were taking in all this training and creating their own disaster response uh, organizations. And the church that, that I was attending, they stuck with the real wheel. You know, everybody wants to invent the wheel, reinvent the wheel. Everybody wants to make a new mouse trap. But thank God that we are still directly associated with uh, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, which Samaritan's Purse and the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team organizations are uh, from. So other than that, we were good friends. Mike, uh, I'm up here for the second time in three weeks. Mike passed away on St. Patrick's Day. The, the 16th I think it was St. Patrick's Day and I came up a day early again this time I, I saw Mike in, 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 on his uh, sick bed in his home and Alicia was uh, very fortunate and, and blessed by the Lord to be able to uh, coordinate Mike coming home for hospice care in this so called pandemic that we're in so he did not die of the pandemic and he, he had two kinds of severe strokes which most of us know somebody who have had or have had a stroke um, so he died on St. Patrick's Day which is a very monumental day and yesterday is good Friday was good Friday we call it good Friday but Friday for um, before the, the crucifixion it really starts Thursday sun, sundown Thursday to, to uh, sundown Friday so good Friday I came up here again and today is the memorial service for Mike so I'm blessed that I'm able to come up here for the celebration of life for Mike at a, at a, at a local church with and, and to visit uh, Alicia, Mike's wife, and the two daughters and other friends who we may, uh, that I may run into. But I wanted to read in conclusion that, 
a little information on how it is that we met. Oh, and Mike was, and Alicia has been, ever since I've known them, and even before I knew them, involved in simply going to abortion clinics, not holding signs, but simply their, their Bible, a pen, and notepads if they need to take notes to, and they can pray with people going into those clinics and hopefully they won't go in and, and, and if they come out and they want prayer, they'll pray with them also. But they have saved a lot of many, many abortions from occurring simply by informing them that there are other clinics that are helpful throughout a pregnancy and uh, adoption and many have come back to them and says you know here's I, I have my baby now and, and everything happened everything worked out so you know the devil is out roaring like a lion seeking who he may destroy especially people who are going out doing the Lord's work and I've had the 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 blessings to be able to go with Mike and Alicia on a number of occasions to the one that's in uh, near downtown San Diego. So I, they, they've just been such good friends, and I'm honored to be able to come up here. I, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm thankful that I have the time. I left work early, and I have a job that. Uh, that what, what's that word that everybody wants a job that is that that is uh, flexible, you know, with flexible schedules. Well, I have to be there at the same time every day, and who knows when I'm going to be off of work. Um, but it, it's flexible enough to where if you do your job and actually work and show up and suit up and show up and do what your 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 employers profession is you you get flexibility whatever happened to flex friday but uh, I'm, I'm just so happy that i've missed out on other um friends and family being able to show up because of my struggles and and financial and and, and work but the Lord has finally nipped that into the bud. And I'm up here again. And Easter is coming up. But I want to read 1 Corinthians 15, 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. We all must are destined to becoming immortal it is appointed to all men once to die so we are all going to die and become immortal but the question is are you going to be immortal in heaven or are you going to be immortal in hell going forward so when this incorruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on Immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written 
Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the stench of sin, the strength of sin, you could say the stench, the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, forasmuch as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Praise Jesus. So our labor is not in vain. And as a friend said to me recently, he said, when people die, they're just saying, see you later. So it, it's so important to know where you're going to go when this mortal body passes away. And that, oh, oh, death, where is your victory and your sting? It comes from uh, Hosea chapter 13. It says, I will ransom, I think it's, Hosea chapter 14, verse 13, or 13, verse 14. Um, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from mine eyes. And that's a re reference to Ephraim. His sins were being hidden, and God wanted to rescue Ephraim from all of their sins and that's what Jesus says there is no sting of death death has no victory over us because we are in Jesus and lots of people are passing away and it's important that if you have not asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior here we read in the New Testament and then the Old Testament we we read and so often the translations are so unique but what it boils down to the only way to not have uh, the sting of death as a punishment is to have Jesus in our hearts so it's important especially as we approach holidays that keep us focused on things that are more important such as Easter that's coming up in April this is the last weekend in March right now it's, I believe it's the 27th it's the 27th so dear Jesus I pray for everybody listening if anybody who has not accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior I pray that right now they will repeat dear Jesus I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I don't comprehend it all right now, but I know that there's something about it and there's something about you. Guide my footsteps. And as the Bible says, the Holy Spirit is the teacher. Allow, I, 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 allow your Holy Spirit to teach me, Lord. And I trust you that you will show me the truth because you are the truth and the light. Thank you, Jesus. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. And that's it. So I'm up here and I'm in a hotel right now, cheap hotels in Santa Maria. And that's it. I'm going to go to the church and just 
you know what the Bible says about visiting people. Um, that's that's all I'm doing. It's it's simple. It, I, I I shudder to say things that I'm doing with scripture in as part of the sentence structure and the paragraphs that that people often speak. I'm not doing a scripture or a verse what I'm visiting friends right now. So in your walk with the Lord, the, and it reminds me of what a friend asked, uh, asked his listeners on, on his, uh, he's got a podcast and he says, what are you doing during this pandemic? What are you doing to, to, to ensure that your life is actually being useful. He said a lot of people, they're just staying home and they're complaining and griping and whining and they're not doing anything. It's been a whole year already. What are you doing? So ask the Lord to guide your footsteps. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. And you could count them and everything. And that, that made me think, I'm like, you know what? I'm glad that, that I just wasn't uh, in the mindset to just sit down and shut up and behave. <laughs> this is, like I said in the, earlier, I'm like 230 miles away. California's got this 120 mile uh, limit that you can go away from home that is non-essential travel. Well. To Hades with all that stuff, all right? <laughs> Anyways, this is my essential travel right now. And, God, I'm not going to go fall off a cliff like all those pigs on the other side of the Gal Galilee. God, folks, come on. I'm looking at the camera right now. For those of you who are listening on my podcast, I'm thinking of the right words to say. Um, come on, folks. We're not a bunch of sheep. We're, we're Jesus' sheep. We're not the governor's sheep. And that's, a, that's all I've got to say about that. Um, so God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to me. This is It's all off the cuff. You know, a lot of my podcasts... And videos, they're off the cuff. But God bless you guys and have a wonderful day. Oh, on the way back home, I'm going to see Three Days in the Grave. I've seen Three Days in the Grave. This is going on uh, at least the sixth time, seventh time within a couple of years. Within this past year, this is going to be my sixth time at least uh, seeing Three Days. The numeral three. And then... Days in the Grave is the name of their band. Look them up. Actually, look up my podcast, and you'll see a whole bunch of podcasts that I've had. I've, I've featured Three Days in the Grave. Thank, thank you, Jesus, that I've got a place to stop and just hang out between where I'm at here. Uh, just it's just the bottom. It's just below Northwoods. Uh, considered Northern California. And 
I'm going to see them on this Saturday before going home, and I'm actually going to have another day off Sunday. Um, that is, uh, you know, before work. So good, yesterday was Good Friday, and it is the week prior to uh, Easter. I wish I had all this stuff. Who's got all of the, all of the holidays um, memorized? Easter Sunday. What day is it? I'm looking it up right now. Easter Sunday in the United States. April 4th. And today's the 27th, 28, 29, 30, 1, 1, 2, 3, 4. It's about seven days away, eight days away. So thank you guys for listening. God bless you and have a wonderful day.